This is CBN Newswatch. Thank you so much for joining us for CBN Newswatch. I'm Ephraim Graham. We begin this half hour in the Middle East in an early morning stampede Thursday on aid trucks in North Gaza. More than 100 Palestinians died. Paul Strand has more in our top story. The White House labeled the deadly incident caught on camera by Israeli military drones tremendously alarming and called for an investigation. It appears most who died were crushed by a crowd rushing the trucks or were run down as those trucks, driven by Gazans, began to flee the mob scene. In a separate incident, a few Gazans were apparently shot as a large crowd charged toward Israeli soldiers nearby. A U.S. aid official immediately criticized Israel. Desperate civilians trying to feed their starving families should not be shot at. But an Israeli military spokesman talked of Gazans being killed by their own neighbors, not the IDF. Thousands of Gazans dispensed upon the trucks. Some began violently pushing and even trampling other Gazans to death, looting the humanitarian supplies. Hagari says in the midst of much chaos, shots fired by IDF soldiers were only meant to disperse an angry mob and were never aimed at stopping the aid reaching Gazans. No IDF strike was conducted towards the aid convoy. The American Jewish Committee Global Voice reported of the more than 100 killed, fewer than 10 were shot. Reports continue to say Hamas is hijacking much of the aid. Meanwhile, ever more hungry, desperate Gazans are still camping out along aid routes. This man saying, quote, I can't wait till my child dies from famine. In Beirut, Lebanon, an angry mob demanded more aid be allowed to reach Gazans blaming Egypt for holding up more than 2,000 aid trucks near the Rafah crossing. This protester said, quote, we will not allow Gaza to starve. We will not allow further genocide to occur. In the latest terrorist attack in Israel, a 57-year-old rabbi and a 16-year-old hitchhiker were shot dead in Samaria Thursday by a Palestinian Authority policeman turned terrorist. Uh, he shot uh, um, two of our residents where they were, as they were here in the gas station. One of our residents came from a, a hummus shop right here and killed the terrorist. Amid all this, the Israeli military is carrying out its mission against Hamas, reporting that it's now killed 13,000 terrorists in the war in Gaza. Meanwhile, it appears talks to free hostages held in Gaza remain stalled. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Israel will free them one way or another. Thanks to the combination of military pressure and tough negotiations, we succeeded in returning alive 112 of our hostages. We're determined to return them all. With or without an outline, we will fight until total victory. Paul Strand, CBN News, Jerusalem. Middle East Bureau Chief Chris Mitchell joins us now from Jerusalem with more on this story. What more can you tell us, Chris, about the incident in the Gaza Strip? Well, Ephraim, it was a convoy of about 38 trucks that had come in from Egypt. There were private contractors driving those trucks. And as the IDF spokesman said, thousands of Gazans surrounded those trucks and stopped the aid convoy. The IDF was securing that as a humanitarian corridor. Uh, those were many IDF tanks. When they saw the mobs, they began being trampled. They retreated. Uh, some of those shots were, were fired at, the, uh, at another location uh, when the mob came against IDF soldiers. Uh, but there was no IDF strike against the aid convoy. And Israel says there's really no limit on the amount of aid by Israel. And right now, Israel is cooperating with the UAE, the U.S., Egypt, and Jordan to support supply humanitarian aid. Some of that aid is now being 
being dropped by air, and that's in part to avoid it being stolen by Hamas, which seems to take the majority of the humanitarian aid coming into the Gaza Strip. How does Israel assess the current military campaign in Gaza? Well, right now they're saying most of Hamas terrorists have been killed, captured, or injured. Uh, 18 of the 24th four Hamas uh, brigades have been defeated. The remaining four or six uh, battalions are in Rafah, and that's why Israel is saying that the operation there is essential. And the goal of the war from the very beginning for Israel has been the elimination of Hamas as a threat on their southern border. Uh, and also what I might add is Israelis that I'm talking to <clears throat> feel the same thing is true of Hezbollah on the northern border. In other words, they feel like Tens of thousands of Israelis that had to be evacuated from the northern border uh, won't be able to go back unless Hezbollah, which is a far greater threat than Hamas, will be eliminated so those thousands of Israelis can go back home. All right. Busy and difficult week in the Middle East. Chris, what can we expect for tonight's edition of Jerusalem Dayline? Well, Ephraim, uh, we're going to have analysis from former Israeli ambassador to the U.S., Michael Oren. Uh, he talks about, you know, the current situation from a diplomatic and a military point of view. Uh, we also have analysis from Professor Gil Troy uh, with uh, actually Paul Strand interviewed him uh, about the situation and the fact that Israel uh, sees itself not as the aggressor in this, but actually defending their, their own property, their sovereign territory, and those thousands of Israelis along the southern border. We also have a story from an Iranian-American filmmaker. He's on a mission to show support for Iranian women through art. There's murals all through, uh, throughout Israel right now. Uh, he's on a goal to have 18 of those murals, and he's uh, celebrating the Iranian women who are protesting against the regime. And also a story about CBN Israel making a difference in one kindergarten so it can reopen after the war. All right. Chris Mitchell reporting for us from Jerusalem. I want to remind you at home that you can see more news from the Middle East with Chris and his team on the CBN News Channel. You can catch it tonight at 8.30 Eastern. You can also watch it on the CBN News app, or you can watch it on YouTube. Back here at home, an historic visit to the southern border is putting the migrant crisis front and center. Former President Donald Trump accuses the Biden administration of allowing migrant crossings to go unchecked. Meanwhile, President Biden is calling for more than $20 billion to stem the tide of migration. CBN's Brody Carter reports. The operation that sh they showed me is nothing less than incredible. And I'll say this, uh, it's a military operation. I mean, we have a military, this is like a war. Illegal border crossings are at a record high with 2.2 million apprehensions in 2023, roughly a quarter million in December alone. A new monthly record during a visit to Eagle Pass, Texas, sometimes called Illegal Pass. Former President Trump placed the blame for the crisis squarely on the current president. But this is a Joe Biden invasion. This is a Biden invasion over the past three years. I call him Crooked Joe because he's crooked. He's a terrible president, the worst president our country's ever had. 300 miles away in Brownsville, Texas, President Biden called on Trump to rally Republicans on Capitol Hill to help pass a bipartisan bill worth more than $20 billion to crack down on border crossings, a bill blocked by the overwhelming majority of GOP senators once they saw what it said. So here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. Biden saying the Border Patrol needs more help. 
They desperately need more resources, need more agents, more officers, more judges, more equipment in order to secure our border. Conservatives point out the president has worked to repeal Trump's border policies in lieu of what Biden called more humane ones, specifically ending the remain in Mexico policy and others, which they warned would likely lead to a crisis. And Thursday, Trump talked how Georgia student Lakin Riley was killed by an illegal immigrant and other criminal actions by illegals. Spoke to the parents of an incredible young lady, and you, you saw her the other day. You saw what happened the other day in Georgia, and the parents are devastated. 57% of registered voters say Trump would do a better job of securing the border in an NBC poll, compared to 22% for Biden. Meanwhile, as Trump and Biden talked about the border crisis, a federal judge in Texas blocked a new law that would give police broad powers to arrest migrants suspected of illegal entering the U.S. The Texas Attorney General's office reportedly appealed that ruling immediately. The timing of these events, notably Biden's, strategically positioned before the State of the Union address, aims to maximize political impact and draw a stark contrast with Trump's immigration stance. However, the administration's approach to this crisis is once again under fire from Republicans after the White House referred to illegal immigrants simply as newcomers. Brody Carter, CBN News. Coming up, see the story of one family dealing with the effects of the war in Israel and an extraordinary story of heroism. Stay with us. You're watching CBN Newswatch. Daddy? Yeah, buddy? How many nickels are in a dollar? There are 20 nickels in a dollar. How do birds fly? Does milk really make my bones stronger? Yeah, yeah. Daddy, when we die, will we go to heaven? Do you have the answer to life's biggest question? Call the 700 Club. We'll help you find answers to the important questions life brings your way. Nutrition. Exercise. Essential oils. Weight loss. And more. It's Healthy Living with Lori Johnson. Talk about what's in this. Join CBN health reporter Lori Johnson to get the latest information from today's top health experts. This is Fantastic. Find out what you need to know to live a healthier life. Watch Healthy Living Tuesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. Hello, I'm Dr. David Perlmutter, board-certified neurologist and number one New York Times best-selling author. Wouldn't it be great to boost your energy, eliminate brain fog, and even reverse brain disease? Well, you can, and I'm going to show you how, along with some of the world's most well-respected brain experts, in this DVD, Protect Your Brain. Get Protect Your Brain, a free DVD only from the Christian Broadcasting Network. Featuring experts on the cutting edge of neuroscience and brain health. No matter how many times you've failed in the past, you really can do this. In Protect Your Brain, you'll discover simple strategies to keep your brain young and healthy. Improve your memory. Discover the gut-brain connection in Protect Your Brain. Get your free copy at CBN.com or call 1-800-700-7000. If you want to improve the quality of your life, get the DVD, Protect Your Brain, and get it today. Get your daily quick start from CBN News. A quick read on the important news of the day delivered right to your inbox. Stay current on breaking news, politics, and entertainment. Go to quickstart.news and subscribe today. 
Welcome back to CBN Newswatch. October 7th, Hamas took hostages, including Israeli Jews and Israeli Arabs and foreign workers. CBN Middle East correspondent Julie Stahl brings us the story of one heroic family also hit hard on that tragic day. 27-year-old Bashir al-Zayadna, a Bedouin Arab and law student, saw his life turned upside down by the events of October 7th. I'm the spokesman of my family here in uh, Tel Aviv in the uh, family's headquarters and the family's forum uh, of the uh, hostages. I had four family members kidnapped on the 7th of October and held as hostages as well. Bashir's uncle Yosef and three of his children were working at the dairy in Kibbutz Cholit when Hamas attacked. At seven and a half in the morning, they were captured. We saw photos, videos of them being held by Hamas. Very hard images, very hard footage. Hamas released one son, Bilal, and daughter Aisha after nearly two months because they were both under 18. They told us that they had almost no food. They've told us that they have been staying deep down in the tunnels. They've told us that although the guards of Hamas spoke Arabic and they speak also Arabic, they never shared the word together, never spoke together. All four of them were staying in the same room and their guards gave four of them, each one, a Quran book, which is the Islamic holy book. It was very hard for them to stay in captivity. Yosef and his son Hamza remain captive. The father, who's 53 years old, who is still held as hostage in Gaza, has diabetes, and we know that he doesn't take his medications. Hamza Ziadna is 22 years old, also still held as captive in Gaza by Hamas. He has migraines, and he also doesn't take his medication. Unfortunately, the tragic impact doesn't end there. I have a cousin of mine whose name is Abdurrahman. He was murdered on the 7th of October by Hamas. He was murdered, murdered alongside his wife, who happened to be a Jew. They believed in coexistence and they could coexist together. They just fell in love and got married. They were just having fun in Zikim Beach. They stayed the night there and we woke up with a very sad message of them. Bashir, who lived in Sterot, wasn't there that day. Luckily, I went to my mother's place the weekend that happened. I was in Rahat on the 7th of October. And now I am in Tel Aviv because I have been evacuated from Gaza envelope to the center of Israel. Another relative became a hero. I'm an Arab Bedouin. I'm proud to be Israeli. I personally saved the lives of 30 people on that Black Sabbath. Yosef Al-Zayadna, a bus driver, provided transportation at the site of the Nova Music Festival. He tells CBN News he had dropped off passengers there earlier and planned to pick them up the afternoon of October 7th. Around 6 a.m., the phone rang. I saw on the phone the name Amit Adar, the guy that had ordered the transport. He said, Yosef, save us. I said, what is it? He said, there's a mess, alarms, rockets. They're terrorists. I didn't think twice. I started my car and drove there. Despite rockets, gunfire, and terrorists, he successfully rescued 30 people, packing them into his 14-seat bus. All the young people that are brought back, thanks to God, they returned whole. No one was murdered. No one was kidnapped. Later, Hamas found Yosef's phone number on Facebook, called, and threatened him. For me, we're all human beings. There are good and there are bad people. 
And I did this as a person, a human being. In the end, we're one people, and this is our country, and we must live together. This is a, a miracle that he went there and got out without any damage. Bashir says the reaction of Israelis following the attack truly surprised him. We saw people in Israel from all parts of the Israeli society come together, stand together, and fight together, and help each other. It doesn't matter if they were Jews, Arabs, Christians, Druzi, Muslims, liberals, Orthodox Jews. You saw all Israelis come together and behave like one big society that lifted one another. Bashir says he's never viewed Hamas as representing Muslims or Palestinians. To him, it's a radical terrorist organization. That's one reason Bashir believes there's still hope for peace between Israel and the Palestinians. We should find the common things that we cherish, and we should find uh, focus on them, and we should uh, find a way to, to heal our wounds and also fight for a better future for both of us, Israelis and Palestinians. What happened on the 7th of October should never happen again, and what is happening right now in Gaza should also never happen again. Bashir says he wants people to pray for the war and violence to end and for peace in the world. Julie Stahl, CBN News. Still ahead, get a look at the new Irwin Brothers film, Ordinary Angels. It's a real-life story sure to warm your heart. Stay with us. first ROTC graduate student. I'm Ephraim Graham, and this is Studio 5. Cruise with me as I discover the good things happening in the world of music, sports, television, and movies. The fact that Ryan Coogler was going to be directing the film, I knew that something special was going to happen. We'll chat with artists at the forefront of entertainment and explore the connection between popular culture and faith. I asked my pastor, I said, well, does that mean I'm supposed to be a preacher? He says, well, no, you already have a pulpit. Wednesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. How would you like to get a redo on your health, on your body, on your arteries, so you could have the energy you had 20 years ago? The great news is you can. I'm Dr. Mike Roizen chair of the Wellness Institute at the Cleveland Clinic. I've written four New York Times bestsellers. But even better than having to read all that, you can listen to this DVD and watch it. Protect your heart? Yes, you can. Here's how. Go to CBN.com or call 1-800-700-7000 for your free copy of Protect Your Heart. Let the medical experts show you their new discoveries on how to avoid heart disease and even reverse it. Easy steps to uncover the hidden dangers in your medicine cabinet, reduce stress, and get a complete do-over for your health. Call 1-800-700-7000. That's 1-800-700-7000. Or go to CBN.com to claim your free copy of Protect Your Heart. 
Welcome back to CBN Newswatch. The Irwin brothers have released their follow-up to the hit film Jesus Revolution. It's called Ordinary Angels. It's based on the true story of a struggling beautician who lays aside her issues to do the impossible. She helps to deliver a miracle to a father who lost his wife to illness and is now desperate to save his dying daughter. I sat down with some of the cast, including the Academy Award-winning actress who plays the leading role. Find a reason to be here that's bigger than you are. I read about this family in the paper. I think this is it. And finding a reason to help someone in need is at the heart of it all. For Sharon Stevens, a real-life hairdresser whose extraordinary story is now a big-screen movie, Teresa. Ordinary Angels. Hillary Swank plays the leading role. That little girl without a mom, sick, and the family bled dry from all the hospital bills. I think I'm supposed to help. A five-year-old girl is critically ill, battling a deadly disease not long after her mother lost her own fight. Hillary, why do you think Sharon Stevens thinks she can do this work and help to save this man's little girl? Where do you think this fight in her comes from? Hi, Sharon. Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to come by and give you this. I just made dinner if you want to stay. Love to. Mom, what are you doing? I met this woman. She's a mess. Perfect. She'll fit right in. I think her fight comes from her being able to empathize. I think she feels almost like dying herself. So she sees this little girl who's almost about to die and she's like in a way she doesn't consciously realize that saving her life she's saving her own what she does realize is there's no time to waste and no time to say no i'm good at plenty of things taking no for an answer ain't one of them daddy's in over his head she's just a beautiful spirit and a reminder of really what's important in life we have a situation and we're all pretty for mommy well maybe just a little off the cheeks God is here with us right now. Alan, your character, Ed, has just lost his wife and is on the verge of losing his daughter. Where does he find the strength to continue? I think that was something that he was trying to answer most of his life, you know, and uh, sometimes, you know, we just need the motion of one foot in front of the other. Motivation is triggered in the brain once motion has begun. So you got to take a few steps towards the gym and, or, or take a few steps on that first run, and then you start feeling motivated to keep going. And I think he sort of epitomizes that, like it was just one step in front of the in front of the other every day, not really knowing how to get there, where to go. But but, um, you know, falling forward is was was the motivation that 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 kind of came as, as he kept journeying on. This Irwin Brothers film comes on the heels of their last big screen success. Kevin, Jesus Revolution saw incredible success. Why is this story the perfect film to produce following up that film? Jesus Revolution, obviously a big success in theaters when it came out. Um, uh, certainly the uh, heartland of America really enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, had a true life gospel story, um, Greg Laurie and Lonnie Frisbee. And so we thought, you know what, why not follow this up with a story that um, uh, every man can relate to? Yeah, we, we had said that like if Jesus Revolution was a movement, this film is the call to action. John, what's the backstory to getting this story? How did you guys come to this? I was developing multiple movies, including Jesus Revolution, um, with Kingdom Story Company at Lionsgate. 
and we were pitching them lots of stories that we wanted to make. And this was one that they pitched to us. And so when we took it on, because it was an easy yes, once we read this script and saw how amazing the story was, we wanted to do it. And then we learned the backstory that for 15 years it had been in development. And at some point in that process, it came to John Berg. My part of the story is uh, Dave Matthews, uh, the fantastic singer. I had a meeting with him when I was uh, an executive at Warner Brothers. We had a, a hilarious hour and a half of telling jokes, and he's just a, a rock on tour. And then at the end of the meeting, he said, I really should, should tell you about something that I'm working on uh, and a story that I'm really passionate about. And he told me the story um, that is Ordinary Angels. Uh, and I was just floored. I couldn't believe that it was true, all the details, uh, how miraculous it was that uh, Sharon Stevens took it upon herself and sort of was heroic. Hillary, would you say this is a miracle story? If you want to define what a miracle is, I would say definitely all all things coming together, a confluence of things coming together for a life to be saved, that's a pretty big miracle. Ordinary Angels is playing in theaters nationwide right now. Stay with us. We've got a Friday Faithful for you coming up next. October 1st, 1961, history was made when a tiny station began transmitting the first signals of the Christian Broadcasting Network. CBN, the Christian Broadcasting Network. And now, a new era has begun with the all-new CBN News Channel. Just moments ago, the Iron Dome intercepted an incoming rocket right on the Gaza border. And ministering in this area, spiritual warfare is definitely involved. A 24-7 news network, bringing you the news you want from a source you can trust. In Kenya, 40% of the medical services are actually provided by these Christian hospitals. Let's talk about the economy. Believers here are joining together to win people to Jesus Christ. All your favorite shows now in one place, all day, every day. The CBN News Channel. Download the app or visit CBNNewsChannel.com. CBN News. Life is better with a good night's sleep. Get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. Life, it's meant to be lived fully. Jesus said it, I came to give you life, life to the fullest. Life in your family, life in your finances, life in your body, mind, and spirit. Life in your everyday. At CBN.com, we're taking what Jesus said seriously. We're here to help you discover life. Life. Live it fully. CBN.com. Introducing a brand new way to start your morning. Get your daily quick start from CBN News. A quick read on the important news of the day delivered right to your inbox. Stay current on breaking news, politics, and entertainment. Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. 
Plus, get exclusive stories and daily scripture encouragement just for you. Stay informed. Go to quickstart.news and subscribe today. Time now for your Friday Faithful. I leave you with these words. God is faithful. God is holy. God is righteous. God is awesome. Know this. God is whatever you need him to be. With that word, I encourage you to make this a Friday where you walk in faith and may that faith walk continue well into a restful weekend. God is indeed whatever you need him to be. Well, that is going to do it for this edition of CBN Newswatch. Thank you so much for watching. I want to remind you, you can always find more of our news programs on the CBN News Channel. You can find them there at any time. You can also find them online. That address is CBNNews.com. We'd love to know what you think about the stories you've seen here today or any day. Take a moment and email us. That address is newswatch at cbn.com. And of course, you can always reach out and touch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We certainly would love to hear from you. Thank you again for joining us. We look forward to seeing you right back here come Monday. Goodbye and God bless.